to this week's episode of Top Shelf. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Who are you? I'm Lindsay. You know this. Well, I was just, you know. Who are you? I'm Jeff. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they do too. Well, now they might. <sighs> so. Welcome to number 93 on the list. Ooh. Which is The French Connection from 1971. Starring... Gene Hackman. Oh, I thought you were asking me. And Roy Schneider. <laughs> yes. Most notably. Most notably much... Gene Hackman yeah. and Roy Schneider. Gene Hackman, who a lot of people do know from such awesome 90s movies as uh, Anatomy of the State with Will Smith. Oh, I know him and from the Bird Royal Cage. Tenenbaums. Yes, you know him for the Royal Tenenbaums. So, and then Roy Schneider, who's who is, in Jaws. Who's known for Jaws, basically. And he's no longer with us at yes. this time. And who is not. Rob Schneider. No, he is not Rob <laughs> Schneider. He is Roy Schneider. As I, for some reason, got... I mean, I, I knew he wasn't Rob Schneider, but I just got the names mixed up. No, so. I understand. Sorry. Anyways. So, <laughs> we are actually going to dispense with our normal format of, you know, very strict to my outline and me yelling about my outline. <laughs> and instead, we're going to try this a little more organically. See what happens. See what happens. Thank you to our listeners who have given us some suggestions. Thank you to those who have been rating the podcast on iTunes. Yes. Jeff and I greatly appreciate it. Thank awesome. you to everyone who's been listening. We both greatly appreciate it. Um, if you haven't yet, just going to plug this early, and we'll plug it at the end, too, I'm sure. Please like us on Facebook. Just search Top Shelf AFI Top 100. We should pop up. Yep. Also, please like our parent company, which is Ghost Hat Productions. Ghosthat.net. Awesome. Yep. Also on Facebook. Also on Facebook. Okay, enough of that. Enough, enough, enough shameless plugging. Enough shameless plugging for our own items, our Pretty own much. things. Okay, well, <laughs> the French Connection is essentially, we'll just do the shorty, the shorty iTunes, shorty iTunes plot outline. iTunes or IMDb? Sorry, IMDb. Okay. I'm I was, sure there's an outline for it, or a plot somewhere there, I always do, well, and it's always but, interesting and short and to yes. the point. Um, a <laughs> pair of NYC cops in the Narcotics Bureau stumble onto a drug smuggling job with a French connection. Ooh! Hence the name of the film. I don't think they actually mentioned the name of the film in the film, did they? Do they ever make a title card that says the French Connection? It does in the beginning, yes. Colin, no, Colin says no. Didn't they? No, I thought they did in the opening credits. Colin's here too, everybody. Hi, Colin. Hi. He doesn't want to go turbo on our podcast. <laughs> I want to go turbo on your guys' podcast. You're allowed to interject if you'd like. <laughs> I, do, I, 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 I thought they did at the very, very beginning during the very dramatic opening credits uh, of just possible. white text on black screen with amazing score <laughs> underneath it. Maybe. I don't know. It was a very dramatic opening, mind yeah. you, where there's no video, but... Um, it was directed by William Friedkin. Who is better known for, as... Let's look at his known for. Uh, the Exorcist, yep. most notably. Yep. French Connection came before The Exorcist. Um, Killer Joe from 2011 with Matthew I, McConaughey. I did not know that. Um, the Rules of Engagement. Oh, oh, Okay. I didn't, know, I didn't realize Ale. he directed that one either. Samuel Ale. Oh, and The Hunted. The Hunted. Oh, yeah. The 12 Angry Men remake from 97. Hey, I watched that. Wow, he directed that. Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> the Guardian. Not the helicopter movie with um, Kevin Costner oh. and uh, Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Not that one. Not To that Live one. and Die in L.A. Oh. This guy's all full Pretty of much. interesting things that but I wasn't aware of. you can tell that he did The Exorcist. Because, well, fr that he did both French Connection and The Exorcist because they look kind of similar. It's that yeah. same kind of gritty, um, 
handheld esque sort yeah. of like the camera's a little wiggly. He definitely sort of he definitely uses handheld camera work a lot. Yeah. At least in these two films. I don't want to speak for the other ones, but he definitely did in these couple films because it's it's all over the place. Very. I almost feel like he did that specifically to be more realistic. Like he's trying to make the movie feel mm-hmm. real, even with a film like The Exorcist. He's probably doing it just because it adds that little bit more of tension. Because yeah. the camera's moving always, even if slightly, and it makes you feel like you're there. Mm-hmm. So he did a good job with that. I mean, well, a cinematographer yeah. if it did, but it was obviously probably part of his vision. So, um, yeah, he is still alive at this time, mm-hmm. which I find to be interesting. I say he's been around for a he long time. He was born in 1935. So he's. Oh, I mean, and, and he and directed he's from Chicago. Yeah, and he directed. I mean, he's directed things recently. Yeah, I did not. Killer Joe was the last thing he did. So from a few years back. So a couple but, years ago. But, but I mean, hey, I mean, he's old. Hey, so the man's the man's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, the man's up there in age. So um, the meta score for this movie is ninety six, which is higher than Pulp Fiction was last week. Pulp yeah. Fiction was ninety four. Yeah. But here's the thing: the IMDb is only what seven point nine out of ten. Yeah. And I think Pulp Fiction was like nine point four out Pulp of ten or something higher. like that. It yeah. was really high. So I always thought that I, f- I found that interesting. That the meta score that the meta is score is higher, one, but... but the the user score is lower. And it's as we said, it's number ninety three on the list. Yes. We're gonna do a new thing right now that I kind of came up with because I'm a dork. It's all right. <laughs> We're gonna do a little bit of word, like just free association with the movie. <laughs> Like, to summarize things it? that summarize it, things that stuck out to us. Mine are drugs, <laughs> blood red paint, <laughs> destroying a Lincoln Continental, and Gene Hackman in a weird hat. It's pretty. It's kind of like a haiku. It is like a really. haiku. <laughs> are we going to turn these into haikus? Now? Yes. No, and I would agree. I don't know how to do a haiku. I, I, I would definitely agree. Those were that's that's a pretty good summarization of the film uh-huh. too, actually. <laughs> Lots of lots oh and lots of exterior shots, lots of like landscapey sort of things. like establishing shots of places to uh-huh. visit in New York. This was a travel video, a little bit for nineteen seventy one New York, Isn't and lots of words, sub both subtitles and just words on signs and buildings and. Well, we were discussing. Wait, we say there's more text than dialogue in yeah. the movie. Yeah, we're pretty sure there's more text that you that you read or see on signs or buildings than actual dialogue spoken yeah. by any of the main characters in this film. But all in all, not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. Yeah. We'll get we'll we'll do our opinion on it in just a little bit. So up but... front, if you're wondering, the movie's not bad. Definitely check it out. Does it was not a life changing film? No, this was not do the right thing. Do the right thing still has it in yeah. the book. Do the right thing still holds the strongest. You haven't seen that movie. Strongest way. Get on it. Get Come on it. On. Seriously, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Do you want to talk a little <clears throat> bit about what awards it's won? Yes, because it won quite a few. It won quite a few awards. I'm also cutting this back down a little bit more yeah, as we well. We haven't talked about that, but so but uh, we're cutting back on some of the more like informational stuff. Yeah, we're trying to get to... I did to... quotation fingers you can't see. <laughs> You're still doing the quotational I fingers. I stopped. <laughs> still doing them. Um, so the <laughs> So the awards for this film, um, obviously not as much as Pulp Fiction, but the film did win 31 major... Uh, had 31 major nominations. It won a ton of awards. Eight, uh, eight of the 31 that it was nominated were Academy Awards, and it won... This film actually was very successful at the Oscars. It won Best Actor for Gene Hackman. It won Best Director, Best Film Editing, Best Picture, and then Best Writing or Screenplay. So it actually... It, it came away with a good number mm-hmm. of Oscars. You know, it won... 
more or less it won all the important ones best film best director best best actor and best writing it won all the the top level uh awards for the oscar so it was very successful uh and it had been and it it, it was entered into the national film registry in 2005 so now we're back so, to that okay we're back to doing that yep that's cool um, not going to do any technology. We're going to kind of hold off on that just, um, unless it's a film that really, you know, it warrants it, warrants it. Cause the, this, there's nothing, there's nothing technology. But I still think it's interesting one, so. to know like what awards it's won, whether oh, yeah. it won Oscars, that, it, that obviously, which like it kind of helps back up whether or not the, the movie, why the movie might be on the list is mm-hmm. because of that reason that, you know, it's, well, here's, it won these Oscars. So obviously there's, there's warrants behind it being on here. Right. We have yet, so we have not come across any film on this list so far that has not won Oscars for I think at least something I want to say for at least best writing I think or no 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 no, I can't say that I can't say that but it's won Oscars for at least something every single one of these movies we've watched yeah exactly so what Um, do you want to do next that's kind of all I had for the awards nothing major for it it won some golden globes for much the exact same things but Oscars are really the ones that no one remembers when they win golden globes no golden globes to me are more like hey this is like the per- this is what most likely will happen with the Oscars. Yes, Golden Globes only are important when you're trying to figure out who's, who's going to win, win for Oscars. Oscars. Exactly. So Pretty that two-week period before the Oscars go out, that's all the time that anybody cares about Golden Globes. Um, Let's do the, the few interesting trivia pieces. Okay. Because I'm going to cut back on trivia to things that are interesting <laughs> or kind of humorous as opposed to, like, super in-depth about things that probably no one but me will ever care about. Um... There is this huge car chase, like intense car chase towards what last what three quarters of the movie? Yeah, yeah, it's near towards the end. The end. Um, there is not a single note of music during this whole car chase. It is all just sounds of the car chase and honking and people yelling. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But apparently, William Friedkin cut the sequence to the tempo of Carlos Santana's Black Magic Woman. So probably, if you play Black Magic Woman next to <laughs> next uh, to that car chase, it'll. I need Sync to find up. that, because that sounds be interesting. interesting. I'll look on YouTube, see if somebody okay. synced it. Sounds good. All right. Um, f- it was first, It was originally the first Radar movie to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. However, since then, Midnight Cowboy, which okay. won Best Picture in 1969, which is on our list. We'll get to that soon. No, not soon. Eventually. Eventually. Um, was originally rated X, but it has since been downgraded to... An R rating. Okay. Which technically makes that the first R-rated picture to win Best Picture. Okay. I but gotcha. but when this won in 1971, at that, that time, Cowboy was still rated X. This was this was the first R-rated mm-hmm. film at that point. Okay. Yep. I got you. Um, so we kept discussing that there there's these scenes when Roy Schneider and Gene Hackman are sitting in the car, like when they're undercover, you know, they're they're on a stakeout, what have you. Mm-hmm. There's this straw hat that keeps they keep showing or like throwing in the backseat of this car. We yep. could not figure out what it was, and it was because they Colin kept, and Jeff were getting kind of irritated because about they it. kept focusing on the damn straw hat. Okay, so according to William Friedkin, significance of the straw hat being tossed onto the shelf of the rear window in the car was that at the time it was a universal signal in New York City that undercover cops in the car were on duty. 
see, like, I never, I've never heard of that. I'm not saying he's lying by all means. Like, I've just, I've never heard of that. But how would we have ever known that? Anyway? Exactly. Because, I mean, you're, you're going at a specific time period. And it's something that is obviously not going to be incredibly well-known knowledge. Because otherwise then the criminals are going to know, oh, well, that's obviously not, you know, undercover cop right. on duty. But it's a nice little detail because they never explain it in no, the film. No, not once. That's never mentioned. It's not like, hey, put the hat back there, you know. Yeah. Or undercover. Like, it's never... They just they, it, they just do it. it. It's just there. And it's like, what? Why? Okay. <laughs> um, another thing that drove me nuts okay. and found out reading through the trivia, there's a scene in the beginning when Doyle and Rousseau, who are the two cops, are chasing down a drug dealer and Gene Hackman shouts out, Did you did you ever pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? This is based on an actual good cop, bad cop interrogation by the real French Connection detectives, Mm -hmm. where one of them, apparently, and this is according to Friedkin in the DVD commentary, apparently Grosso, who's one of the cops that's uh, actually who Roy Schneider plays, Mm -hmm. would gingerly ask a suspect direct questions about his crimes, and then Egan, who is played by... um, Gene Hackman? Gene Hackman, okay. yes, I believe. I could have <laughs> those confused, sorry. Um, would always butt in and yell unusual questions like the Poughkeepsie one that Gene Hackman yells in the movie. Mm-hmm. The suspect would get so rattled by the offbeat questioning that he would feel more comfortable asking the first set of questions and thus tending to eventually incriminate himself. So basically, the random phrase that nobody... Because I was looking at it online. People were like, what the happens, hell does that like, mean? Because it happens like three, four, five times. Yeah. And with no explanation. No. And it's like, is this a drug reference? Is this... Was it a popular saying at the yeah, time? Yeah, I don't like, know. But no, like, because it, it makes sense. So basically, it was designed just strictly to make the make the suspect so just confused about what the hell you're saying. Yeah. And I don't want to answer your... Because he doesn't want to answer wrong to that, that he's yeah, just, he exactly. wants to answer the questions he actually understands. Right. And it's clever. Yeah. <laughs> it's very clever. Um, My last piece of information, which we found to be interesting... This is awesome! Al Copeland, <laughs> who I'm not notice. sure whom that who that is, look it up on Wikipedia, everybody, mm-hmm. named his restaurant chain Popeye's Mighty Good Fried Chicken after Popeye Doyle, Gene Hackman's character in the film The French Connection. The chain that grew from the one restaurant became Popeye's famous fried chicken. Which I had no clue that that's why it's called Popeye's. Pretty much. <laughs> that was that was a rant it's because he liked this movie. He basically uh-huh. liked the character from this film. Apparently. Very cool. So that's all I have got for trivia. Like I said, we're starting to cut back on mm-hmm. that a little bit to things that are just interesting. Jeff, would you like to take um, things I learned from this film? Because apparently you started the list really early. I started it really, really, really early in this movie. Um, now, the first one is actually uh, actually a little more like normal, not so jokey. But uh, apparently you had to pay to get into the bathrooms in New York. Because in the scene uh, where he's with the with the undercover or informant, informant or, or whoever it is, he asks for a nickel and they have to put a nickel in the door before the door will open for them to get into the bathroom. I thought that was interesting, actually. That's a very European thing. Like, you to have be able to, to pay. pay to use public restrooms in Europe. There's a it's lot weird. of accidents going on in Europe, isn't there? Like, I don't have any change. It's weird. Um, number two, Gene Hackman likes the kinky stuff in bed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny when you see the movie. Um, He ends up handcuffed to the bed. Into the bed after. By his ankle. By his ankle, which is a weird, okay. Yeah. Guess he needs his arms. Uh, number three, when French people get shot, they explode pizza sauce all over their face. (laughs) And New York cops explode red paint. Nice. (laughs) 
throwing yeah, it out Yeah, they hadn't really gotten the whole fake blood thing down quite yet, so it's legitimate, like, Weird, red paint. Thick. It looks like red paint. Yes. Like, thick. It's not even, like, ketchup. Like, it's ketchup like looks Coke, more realistic. It's like Coca-Cola red yeah. paint. <laughs> Obviously. And Obvious. it explodes out of their body when they get shot, too. Uh, number four. Apparently, everyone in New York City in the early 70s owned a red VW Bug. Yep. Because during the car chase sequence alone, um, there was a red VW Bug seen at least, I counted at least three times. I want to say there was a fourth time there. Now, obviously, I'm sure it was because it was, you know, a dozen or two stunt cars that they had hired for all the shots and they just kept reusing it. But that car was so unique that it was a red old school VW bug and they kept showing it coming like near to the car. It was ridiculous. I have an answer. <clears throat> Cause I was asking earlier, sorry to interrupt. No, you. no. Talking about the, the whole blood thing. Yes. And apparently, um, Kensington Gore, which is a pun for the London street, I guess was a trademark for fake blood used in films and in theaters. It was manufactured by a retired British pharmacist during the 1960s and seventies. Many varieties of blood had varying degrees of viscosity, shades, and textures. Since his death, the name Kensington Gore has become a generic term for stage blood. Kensington Gore was used in the film The Shining. Stanley Kubrick had several thousand gallons of it gushing out of an opening elevator door during that. That's the, the elevator same scene. blood? So you did or it in the 60s? Or that's when they started to get better at it. Gotcha. So it, it was, was the 60s and the 70s. It was to be manufactured in the 60s, but they perfected it. Was it, was it made overseas? Possibly. Was this something made oh, over it in Europe? it was manufactured by a retired British pharmacist. I know why I recognize that blood. That oh, this sounds so weird. I know why I recognize that blood. Okay, so then the series in the sixties and the seventies, there was a uh, a series of films made over in Europe, uh, the Hammer films, which were the Hammer horror movies. It was it was where Christopher Lee got his start as, Va- as oh, Dracula. Okay, we're doing like fifteen films as Dracula. Basically, um, the film company decided to reinvent all the Universal monsters, but couldn't because of the copyright issues. Okay, so they made their own variations of all of like Dracula and Wolfman and Frankenstein and okay. all those. There was a lot of blood in those movies because they were considered to be gory horror movies. And I just realized now thinking about that and you bringing that up, Mm -hmm. it's the same type of blood. Like it's that fake looking paint like blood in that movie as is in uh, in in, in this film as well. So that that would make sense then. So it was just a brand of blood that Uh film studios purchased and used. That is interesting. Yay! Yay for interesting stuff. Yay! I'm learning a lot on this movie. Okay, Um, more things you learn. More things I learned. Number five. I have six of them this time around. Number five. L trains don't have very good track records in films. No. See this film, Spider Man Two, Batman Begins. (laughs) A lot of crap happens on L trains for some reason. It's weird. I wonder why. And the final thing I learned from this film, Gene Hackman can't tell time no, he cannot. while wearing a watch. No, holding a watch. Holding He's a watch, holding sorry. A watch. Right in his face. Yep, pretty much. He still asked what time it was. So, those were the things I learned from the French Connection. Nice. <clears throat> I enjoy this list. <laughs> <laughs> I like that feature. I like this I feature. like our, 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 our free association <laughs> summary and things I learned things from this film. Things I learned film. from this movie. It's fun. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into our thoughts, our thoughts on this movie. Yes. You can go first. <sighs> okay. Here's the thing, kids. So, according to the list, we have, for those who are curious or maybe questioning where we got this list, I have a legitimate legitimate. 
PDF from the AFI website, American Film Institute website, that is the list from 2007. Yes. Which is the last time they did this. Was the most recent one that we're going on. They do it about every 10 years. Um... It is number 93 on the list now. It was in 97 at number 70. It wow. dropped 23 places. So this probably... And I understand why. Because I I don't really get why it's on the list. Mm-hmm. I understand it's one of the first like crime cop like drama movies, right. like action thriller movie that happened. I, I'm sure it was groundbreaking for its time. I think it follows in line with the same thing as The Last Picture Show. Oh, I hated The Last Picture Show. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I have not hated any of the movies on this list yet. The not Last even Picture Ben-Hur. Show. We just didn't watch Ben-Hur because it's really, really long. Yeah. And we weren't really sure how we were going to end up doing this just yet. I did not like The Last Picture Show. It was boring. Yeah. I really I like the movie Tinker Tailor <clears throat> Soldier Spy and I think the last picture show was boring. <laughs> but I do. I feel I feel going along with what you're saying, I feel the reason why it was on this list is because I feel like this was the first real gritty cop drama film because mm-hmm. we're talking the early 70s so this is still before Dirty Harry came out before like any of the Lethal Weapon films yeah. which are not really Die gritty hard. but Die Hard it's this film kind of started don't make me show you the napkin this film started <laughs> started the uh, the whole you can do a cop drama and you can make it look realistic mm-hmm. and just it's about a case they're trying As to solve as opposed to probably like you know the Maltese Falcon which is right, still the, like a detect less, less noir right less, exactly Exactly. Like detective based, I yep. guess, movie. Because these types of movies, cop dramas were very much so okay. noir films. Up right. until, I'm not trying I mean, to I give understand. it a case. I'm not trying to be like, no. oh, you have to like this no, movie. No, I'm not saying it shouldn't be on the list no. at all. I just, I guess I understand why it dropped so yeah. many places because it. I mean. I would say it'll probably stay on the list. It'll probably stay on the list, yes. But it's going to be in the lower section. Yeah, like this. it might bump down a little more. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be curious to see once the next list comes Interesting. The last out. picture show on the French Connection came out in the same year. And they feel like two completely they different They very films. much do. Because the French Connection moves. Yes. It moves. Yes. It moves Mine, you know, a lot, a lot of faster. The, le, minus the fact that it's lacking a lot of dialogue. And it's very much visual and 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 paying attention right. based. Which is, which is, it's interesting though, because then you're not having, it's not bogged down by exposition. It's just not people in, in police station rooms talking about stuff. You it's not like, tw- it's them. not like all the president's men. Yeah. Right. That's a good like example. That. Good call. That's on the list. I believe I have. I, I think it, yep, it is. It's number 77. Oh, okay. No, I do agree. I, I do. I do like, I do like the movie. I thought it was well for what this movie was. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. One of my complaints about it, and I know this comes with it being the trying to be gritty and realistic. It's just the sound quality of the film. For some reason, the movie is very quiet in spots and then very, very loud. And as a filmmaker, if I can call myself kind <laughs> of that, as an amateur filmmaker, um, I do see oh the... Uh, the reason why it is that way is they're trying to emulate the whole realisticness of the film by doing, you know, they didn't have microphones just miking everything, uh, every piece of dialogue. So there's a lot of moments where the actors will turn away from the camera. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Colin just snuck Colin out of the room. Colin sneaking out of the room. Um, oh. <laughs> no, like they like there's points in the film where the, the characters will turn away from the camera and 
you can hardly hear them talking because they don't have it mic'd well. And like, that I mean, was a I huge complaint. I know that's real life, but... And that's, my, that's the only thing I can movie. think of. That was the only reason why they did it that way. So, <clears throat> I nearly died. Oh, don't die. Oh, wow, we have a lot more films to go. I can't die yet. Um, No, my only thought was that they did it that way so that way you can... you. You feel like with the camera being handheld, like you're supposed to be there with them. Like you're almost like a third cop is kind of the abstract idea mm-hmm. behind the way this film was shot and 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 recorded. But but I mean, it, it was a good movie by all means. It was a it was a good film. And I <laughs> there's a lot of good moments in this movie. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot. Right, of, no, we're not hating on this movie. But there's a couple things we need to discuss. This is not the last picture show. No. Case in point. Case in point. Our gauges for good and bad at this so, point on the list are do the right thing. It's is great. at the top of the list. Yes. And the last picture show is the worst movie ever made. Yes. Not literally. But, but in according our... to our view in this list <laughs> at this point in time. So if you want to skip the last picture show, be my guest. It's perfect. We're not going to be upset with you. It's a, it's frustrating because it's new. Like yeah, I on know. the list. Sorry, off track. Get I know. Back on track. Back on track. <laughs> we almost need to do like epilogues for each film when we think yeah. about them, when we let them sink in. Uh, no, this movie, there's there's a couple things I think we, we need to discuss about this film. Number one, I loved, and I know we already talked about this and we made fun of it too. I loved that the score for the film... <laughs> Yes, this is good. Sounded like the Mission Impossible theme. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't quite get started because yeah. it was like it was the orchestra strings. It would be like done, 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 done. Like we made the joke about it, and then it continued, and it still sounded like that. And it sounded like the Mission Impossible theme. It's just like it's just like you need a little push to get the theme going. But, and I was trying to find it, but apparently I just, for the life of me, I cannot find it online anywhere. And I'm kind of the the, the, uh, the actual the piece French of music. connection yes. piece, not, not Mission Impossible. No, I can find the Mission Impossible theme. That's online. Um, but then um, the other couple, I, there's the, the scene in the subway, because there's a lot of tailing done in this film. The, the police term tailing when you're following a suspect. Um, that's done a lot in this movie, specifically by Gene Hackman and, and well, obviously Roy Schneider, because they're the two main actors. Right. But uh, there's a scene where Gene Hackman follows one of these guys into the subway, and that's not giving anything away. But um, he follows him into the We're subway. We're also going to be less concerned about spoilers. Yes, that was another fact. We're not going to be keeping ourselves so concerned regarding spoilers, especially for these films that came out in the 70s, because I'm sorry, that is more than past the whole yes. spoiler <laughs> time. So we apologize if we spoil anything in the film, but if it happens, we're sorry. We won't try to give away maybe necessarily the ending right. for some of the more important films, mm-hmm. but we're not going to try to keep ourselves. But he's but so Gene Hackman chases uh, this French guy, he's a French character with the beard, that's the easiest way to tell you who there he you is, um, into the subways following him, and they keep walking in and out of the subway car because the French guy more or less realizes he's being tailed and Gene Hackman keeps trying to follow him and it it's a like a five or ten minute sequence of them going in and out of the train of the subway and then going to get a snack and then going to the subway and, and finally he Gene Hackman loses him. It was a very well done scene because again, I don't believe there was any music in that. No, I don't remember I there being right. any music in that scene. But there was still kind of this ongoing tension for it. The car chase sequence that you already commented on, uh, where there was no music in it, was where Gene Hackman's character is trying to chase after uh, a guy who shot at him uh, 
while Gene Hackman's in a car and the guy is actually hijacked an L train mm-hmm. and Gene Hackman's chasing him on the streets while the L train is going. That, th- that scene was very, very well done as well. Um, but however, I will say this, I will say this, I call complete and utter shenanigans on them tearing apart a freaking Lincoln Continental car and putting the whole damn thing back together again. I think they had to have had a double car. They had to have had a double car, but that meant then they put, they put the drugs into the other car as well. They had to have. They had to have done that. Okay, there was a piece of trivia that I didn't think was overly important, but (laughs) apparently in the real French Connection case, what have you, it took... Okay, in the movie, it took four hours for them to gut the car and apparently put it back together Put the whole damn thing back together. In real life, it took three days. Yeah, and that's... Which makes more sense. Yes. I understand for the movie, they can't do that so much, but still... It just really they they tear apart that car and put the whole damn thing back together again and makes it look brand new and it just that was my that was my shenanigans yeah. moments shenanigans shenanigans, shenanigans. I, I call shenanigans on that but still it was interesting to watch them completely tear yeah. apart that car and then my final thing would actually be uh, the ending of the movie yeah it's a weird ending what do you think about the ending what do you I think mean, it means. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Does the ending feel like they just simply forgot to film another scene? Pretty much. And just went, no, 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 we'll just cut it there. It's like Monty <laughs> Python and the Holy Grail when they ran out of money, so they just ended the movie. That's kind of the feeling. That's a good vibe. Even though to my knowledge of research, from researching, that's not what happened. Like, nothing along those lines happened. Yeah, because they go into the whole, like... I'm sure it's supposed to be artistic and whatever, but... And leave you hanging because it almost this movie almost feels like it 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 fell into this whole like you when when you start watching the movie you're already in the middle of a case yeah there was no like hey There's this is no what's going on or and like then pre-exposition it's, it's just it is what it is yeah and then it feels like you leave that case just yeah. the exact same abruptness there's yeah. there is no like gentleman I mean, and they and do then, and they do right for the credits they do the thing where they put the the, you know, so-and-so was acquitted, or so-and-so served this sentence, or so-and-so, what have you, but that's it. They don't really say what else happened. And the movie literally just cuts to black. Yeah. Like, you feel like there should have been, like, maybe another five more minutes or ten more minutes Mm -hmm. of the film, and it it doesn't. At least. It just cuts to black. It just stops. And you get that that epilogue, and that's it. It's interesting because the beginning of the movie is so dramatic. Yeah. Like, the... The, you know, music and everything. And then it's just, it, it kind of goes out with a whimper. Almost. Yeah. It's almost well, like they a got literal a bang. Yes. But, oh, but, but I'm almost, ashamed. Uh-huh, but you more of funny. a whimper. I am funny. <laughs> I'm so funny. So. Do you have any thoughts on the ending, Colin? Colin? Yeah. You want to come can over come, here? Can you come I over do. here and tell how, it to us? How spoilerish can I be? We're not concerned about spoilers okay. anymore. Unless, the new rule is if it's been within the last, okay, 15 years, 15 we're, allowed years is our to, rule. we're allowed to be a little careful about spoilers, but okay. it's been 40 42 years. years this movie is okay. okay for spoilers. So, what I think actually happened as far as the ending goes yes. is that Gene Hackman's character gets so obsessed with, with finding out this case and bringing it to kind of the close mm-hmm. that he's almost blinded by everything that else, everything else that has happened and okay. it just keeps going no matter what. And I think that gunshot is just him just blatantly 
trying to thinking that he finds the guy and just firing and just firing. Yeah. Because he, cause that kind of makes sense as far as the end go. Right. Um, he, there's just one of the, yeah, I, again, I don't know how spoilers are going to actually be in this, but he thinks that he actually catches one of the guys and he ends up shooting, like, shooting well, the, someone one, who's important. the yeah. FBI informant. He, yeah. he shoots something very important. Not and, one of the guys. <laughs> and not the person that he was actually thought he was following. Exactly. And, and, and that kind of bothered me that it is just like, no, no, we got to keep going. He's yeah. in this building. He there's there's no possible way, and he just keeps going. He has lost the oh. he's lost all reason with he himself. He's lost now. everything. He's become yeah. yeah he has become obsessed. He's with become this case. way too obsessed with the case, and that's what I think of what that ending actually means. I kind I kind of got it. Everybody else was just kind of like I I don't get it. I was kind of a little bit the same way, but the more I think about it, he becomes so obsessed with this case that everything that he's been through and all the information that he's gathered he's he just can't think straight Mm -hmm. he's just i don't know kind of lost i (laughs) you know it makes it makes sense because because about probably about 15 20 minutes before all that happens there's a moment where the i'm I'm assuming that's the police chief Mm -hmm. tells him and uh, roy schneider's character that they're off the case they're they're off special assignment but then they no, go. No, that's like the last like. Was that like a half hour? That's yeah. Last, oh, that's like, right half because that's before he gets. That's right because yeah. that's yeah. before he gets shot at. So yeah, yeah. So we're talking. So at least at least half hour, forty five minutes yeah. before that. Mm-hmm. So they're off this case, but yet they're still investigating yeah. it. So that does make sense that Gene Hackman's character basically just becomes so obsessed that he's now just he he doesn't even care what what he's supposed to be doing. All his mm. all his goal is is at this point to get. Get the guy, get the French guy with the beard. It's the same guy yeah. who he's going yeah. after this whole time. And then the way that the epilogue set it up was that both of those guys got, uh, or uh, Gene Hackman and Roy Schneider's character both got uh, pulled off of the beer, uh-huh. uh, beer the narcotics. narcotics. They got division. pulled off narcotics. And I think yeah. that because of him being so blind with this case, that's probably the reason why he got pulled off. Exactly. And that's where like the movie ends. But now there is a sequel to the film. There's actually oh, yeah. there's actually two sequels, technically. Okay. Uh, there was a direct sequel that was made in '75 with Gene Hackman and all that, the French Connection too, where mm-hmm. he now that he's by him now he's no longer the narcotics guy. Apparently, mm-hmm. he goes in bed. He goes looking for the French guy with the beard. Uh, I'm just gonna call him that. I, I know. Like it. I'm fine with that. So, uh, but French he goes. He goes over to Europe to find him. So it's the continuation of that story. Yeah. And then in like '86, there was a TV movie with uh, Ed O'Neill, <laughs> who played to play Gene Hackman's character. Interesting. And it's all about again. It feels almost like it's a almost like a remake of the French Connection. Yeah. But, but interesting. Yeah. So, huh. so that was my. I I talked a lot more than you did about the That's movie. That's okay. So I, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of strong feelings on it other than I I am not surprised that it dropped on the list. So you're completely okay with where it's at on the phone oh, yeah. list, right? Yeah, no yeah, need yeah. to go up high any higher. No, I mean <sighs> I mean we're I want a- I, and sometimes I'm a little blinded <clears throat> by favoritism for certain movies. Mm-hmm. So obviously like I want Pulp Fiction to be higher than it because it's the first of my favorite movies we run into on the list. Yeah. But I understand. It's it's good. It's good where it's it at. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying I regret seeing this movie. It was no. a, it's a quality film. Yeah, it's good for what it was designed to be. Yeah, exactly. But 
I don't see it to be a film that needs to be in the top like twenty five or anything no, like that. No, like, no, no, no. Like it's no, it's no. it's good that it's on the list. Yeah. Um, I under I guess I understand why it dropped, like you said, because I mean there's adding all these newer movies mm-hmm. before it that got thrown up on the list, so obviously stuff had to get knocked down and yeah. rearranged. But uh, other than that, it's it's fine where it's at at ninety three. Watch the film if you want to see an early. You know, see like the first film of its kind that's like this. Yeah. If you if you like dirty hairy, if you like gritty crime thriller movies, watch the movie because it's definitely one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, it's kind of cool to see New York in 1970s. How dumpy it it was. Roy Schneider. Yeah, it's Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider's cool. Well, I like Roy Schneider. You know, after this, after he got knocked off the, the Narcotics Bureau, he went and hunted sharks. Yes. <laughs> I feel like absolutely. he's like, I'm retiring. I'm going to go hunt sharks now. Mm-hmm. So, so he went off to a nice little New England town and. Started hunting sharks. Well, that makes a whole new twist on Jaws. Woo! I like that. So, (laughs) anyways. Anyways. um, Next episode is... Goodfellas! Yay! Number 92. She is so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be a super long episode. I have not seen Goodfellas. What? I oh okay okay. Let me state this right now. Oh my god! I have seen the long opening shot. Okay, because that's the one where is it? Is it? It's Goodfellas, right? Where they're walking through like the kitchen and all that stuff, right? Isn't that that one with Ray Liotta? Isn't Ray Liotta? In Goodfellas? Yes, that's okay. not the opening shot. I thought that was the like one of the openings. Oh, it is. It's not the opening. Okay, it's not I mean, not the opening oh. opening, but it's in the it's beginning in the of the be- film. Towards right? the beginning of the movie. Okay. Yes. Okay. The long say. yeah the long shot of them. walking He goes to the restaurant yeah. and goes yeah, yeah, to the yeah. kitchen mm-hmm, and all that. Okay, like I have seen that shot. Okay, so I have seen. It's Parts like an almost three-hour-long movie, and you it, it's amazing. I'm really excited okay. about it. I do know It'll there's a lot of swearing in this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Pulp Fiction. So, not Pulp Fiction. Goodfellas. I read the wrong spot on the list. Stop Tarantinoing our list. <laughs> Goodfellas. 1990. Number 92 on the list. So that's where we'll be next. Next, next time. time. Next time. Next time. Yes. Maybe next week. Possibly, Possibly next, next week. week. We're going to try and do these a little more frequently so we can get through the list a little quicker. Because there's also some other things through suggestions that <laughs> yes, people have given. Yes, there's other lists we'd like to tackle at some point yep, in time. Definitely, so. definitely. Hey, some. this summer, who knows, we might get to do like two a week. Yeah, which would be awesome because then we could blow through the list. Which yeah, is not saying we, we don't want to keep doing no. these. We love doing these, but it's just, there's and a lot of freaking get, movies. And they only get better as we go up. Exactly. Well, so it'll be, well, for the most extent, part, they get better as we go For the most part, they get Get better. Yeah, there's a couple I'm not <laughs> looking forward to. Oh, we get to watch Snow White. Yeah, yeah, fun. we do. Don't worry, I got that copy. Yeah, I, mean, don't, I don't need to acquire I that, that one. Too. Uh, yeah. okay. So the Wizard of Oz and other ones. Yeah, we got yeah, so many. We got movies. we've got a lot to go yet. No worries. Folks. Well, then if that's all we got, then that's all we got on this just um, Jeff, Jeff needs to say goodnight to Radio Raheem. I do need to say goodnight, okay? It's my sign off. Just I like understand. your shut it off is Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. It's like I pay attention. So that's all. So well uh thank you everybody. Thanks for listening everybody. Remember to subscribe to us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash top shelf AFI. Please follow, subscribe to us on the iTunes. Just search Top Shelf AFI 100. Or even AFI for that matter. Yeah, you're just AFI get... Top 100. We're the first thing and only yeah. thing that comes up. Yeah, if you search AFI, you're going to get the band and us on iTunes in general. Much. So yeah. that's us. Just, yeah, and leave. And any other comments, please feel free to leave them on the Facebook page. Yes. Or on iTunes, I guess. So. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that. Shut it down. Well, goodbye. Shut it down. <laughs> 
<laughs> goodbye. Shut it down. Goodbye, Radio Rahim. No. Wherever Shut it he down. is. Shut it down. But you didn't even say goodbye. Shut it down. Okay. Bye. Bye. Shut it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>